I'm telling you, I say it every week. I'll say it again today. Fridays, they just have a different feel about them. I'll tell you what's different about this too. I'm coming to you live from Jayco Caravans at Glossop Street, St. Mary's. This is the biggest distribution uh, dealership in New South Wales. This is as good as it gets from a Jayco. But I am surrounded by caravans and camper vans. It is heaven if you're that way inclined. In fact, it might even give us our talk topic for today as well. G'day afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you were listening, SEN welcomes you to our very broad caravan of worship today because everyone is welcome. Uh, and, of course, the SEN network, when I talk about that, I'm talking about all over the place too, you know. Uh, 6.93 a.m. up there in Brizzy, uh, 11.70 a.m. in Sydney, 16.20 a.m. on the Gold Coast. And remember, SEN app anywhere anytime so make sure you are downloading that we're doing it all thanks to sbs fence portable toilet and temporary fence hire in sydney they are a show sponsor sbsfence.com.au go and see alex and the team and remember unlock adventures at jaco's sydney expo that's november 17 to 19 so that's this weekend make sure you're there checking it out if you want to get in contact with the program i encourage you to do so one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. The hundred dollars cash is up for grabs. That's all thanks to Tristan and the team at Top Sport. So that will be for the best call or text message, uh, whatever it is that you wanted to talk about. The Who Am I is back. It has to be Coach K sitting next to me here, so he squeezed it into the rundown, and that'll be the Signet Boost Power Bank that uh, is up for grabs for that one. The Signet Boost Power Bank, remember, it'll keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds and anything else, Socky, powered 24-7. What's coming up on the program, I hear you ask? Well, I'll tell you what, it's a very special guest first up. It's the owner and founder of Jayco Caravans. That's Jerry Ryan, OAM. Don't know Jerry? Wow, what an incredible man he is. As I said, founded Jayco, so he's done very well for himself. Thank you very much. He's also been a huge supporter of uh, a number of athletes, especially around cycling. He's the owner of the Southside Flyers in the WNBL. He's a part owner of the Melbourne Storm. He's had at least one Melbourne Cup winner in American, and he's an out-and-out champion. So uh, we are going to get the owner, Jerry Ryan, on the phone very shortly. We'll have to speak to Staffy. We have to. That's what we're contractually obligated to do. Sports update from Coach K coming to you live from... From Jayco as well. RJ Ochoa from the SB Nation NFL show. He'll be on just after uh, one o'clock. We'll have the Panthers Rugby League CEO, Matty Cameron. So he's a local. So he's going to come in here and have a chat. So we're looking forward to that. That'll be just after one thirty, And we've got Jonathan Flegg, who is a director at Freshwater Strategy. Uh, every couple of weeks we check in with someone from Freshwater Strategy. Today it's Jonathan Flegg. Lots going on in the world of sports business, as there always is. So we'll have a chat to him about that. Who am I with Coach K? The text line for sbsfence.com.au. And, of course, the 2 o'clock flock, where you get your chance to win that $100 cash. So let's get into the great stories of the day. Well done, the Aussies. Yes, boys. Oh, dear. Did we get nervous? I didn't. I was in bed. But I just wonder how nervous you got. You might want to tell me 0457 736 736 because as far as I was concerned, at 4 for 24 after 12 overs, I thought, yeah, Australia's doing all right here. Doing pretty well indeed. I thought Hazelwood was superb. Two overs, uh, sorry, eight overs, three maidens, two for 12. Mitch Stark chipped in as well. He does bowl those unplayable balls. Three for 34. Paddy Cummins, three for 51. And then the unlikely bowling hero, 
Travis Head, two for 21 from his five overs. But you know what the hero was as well? The fielding. And we have talked about that a lot on this program. Marnus Labashain, the difference. Why is he a difference maker? Because Ricky Ponting wants to call him an all-rounder. So all-rounder he is when you're saving in the field like him. Davey Warner can uh, be the same as well too. He was absolutely outstanding in the field. Travis Head, he's the top scorer for Australia with 62 off 48. So he was named player of the match. Uh, despite the fact that David Miller walked out there. And I will say this, watching David Miller walk out, he's the only guy in this South African side that walked out with intent. And the intent was there, 101 from 116. They they looked like they were going to be shy of 100 at 4 for 24. And they've scrounged their way to 212. Just made it interesting for the Aussies. And then Marsh, Duck, Stephen Smith, 30 off 62. Labashane, 18 off 31. Glenn Maxwell, 1 off 5. Josh Inglis, 28 off 49. And then, crucially, Mitch Stark, 16 off 38. Pat Cummins, 14 off 29. They do it 7 down with 16 balls to spare. So it got a little bit tight there. So the Aussies into their 8th World Cup final. They're a five-time winner. So what is that? 87, 99, 2003, 2007, 2015. They've lost finals in 1975 and 1996 up against India. This is a promoter's dream. Look, if, you, if, you're, if you're putting on this Cricket World Cup, and I think the BCCI, what's that? No, it's the ICC. Oh, sorry, got that wrong. Uh, this is the promoter's dream, right? The home side is there, India, in the 132 thousand seat stadium and then up against the most successful side in the history of the tournament. Uh, India having won 1983 and 2011. Amitabad, what is the pitch going to be like? That is the big question. There's been four games played there throughout the course of the tournament and I had a look at them. The first match was there. England 9 for 282. New Zealand chased them down 36.2 over. So that's a good batting wicket but that's early. In the tournament. Match 12, India chased down 191 of Pakistan comfortably. Three for 192 in 30 overs. Rohit Sharma, 86. And then Australia posted 286 v England. They couldn't get there. That was match 36. And then match 42, Afghanistan, 244. And comfortably chased down by South Africa, five for 247 in 47 and a half overs. But the crucial thing will be what is the pitch that they play on? for this World Cup final. All right, let's have a listen to Australian skipper, Pat, who was outstanding last night too. Runs, wickets and a crucial catch. Paddy Cummins after the match. I think it's easier out there than sitting in the dugout, actually. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was nerve-wracking couple of hours, but, yeah, great effort, plenty of, you know, good performances and, yeah, pretty pumped. We thought it was going to spin um, quite a bit. Probably uh, wasn't expecting, you know, Starkey Joshy to bowl so much early. Uh, yeah, we thought it could be, you know, two high two hundreds could be tricky. A few of us have played, played in uh, or been there for for a final before, so we can draw on that. You just got to embrace it. Uh, you know, the stadium's going to be packed. It's going to be pretty one-sided, I reckon. Um, <laughs> so you just got to embrace that, enjoy it. Yeah, I reckon you're right too, Paddy. I think it will be a little one-sided with the Indian supporters, but uh, I reckon it's a throw at the stumps for the Aussies. I think that all the pressure is on India, uh, and if they can play in the correct fashion in, with the right mindset, then Paddy Cummins and his team are right in that final. Now, we did speak a couple of weeks ago on the breakfast program after Glenn Maxwell's incredible innings of 201, and I look, Jared Waitley was on, and I said a little facetiously, which I have the habit of doing, 
Uh, wouldn't it be nice if Glenn Maxwell got some runs in a game that actually counted? Uh, so let's just hear how Glenn went last night. Here's Jared. Comes into Maxwell. Tried the huge hike across the line and missed it cold. Maxwell has gone for one. Shams is on a lap of honour. Yeah, so forget about the full set there. <laughs> Elton John and all that sort of stuff with Glenn Maxwell. Uh, runs when they're needed, Glenn. That'd be lovely. Uh, 1300 01 1170. The text line 0457 736 736. The best kept secret in Australian sport. The Socceroos played last night. So uh, if you did back them, well done. You got to pay out on your $1 and not even one cent. $1. Point zero zero two at Top Sport. Thanks for that. Uh, a hat-trick for Jamie McLaren. Uh, Mitch Duke got themselves a double. 7-0 against Bangladesh. So uh, that was anticipated. Now they're another qualifying game. They've got Palestine coming up on Wednesday, November 22. Let's have our hear from the manager, uh, the gaffer, Graham Arnold, after the match. Yeah, look, I think that uh, the boys did exceptionally well. Um, you know, we only had that one training session for those type of connections. But, look, overall, I think, uh, you know, we could have doubled the score at least had another, you know, four or five goals. But, uh, yeah, I'm very proud of the boys today. You know, that's why I took the boys off at half-time. You know, they, uh, you know, when it was 4-0, the older boys, uh, a couple of the older boys, to keep them fresh for uh, Tuesday in Q8. So there is Graham Arnold after it. Very straightforward, that victory against Bangladesh. And, so you know, we'll all get behind the Socceroos, but I did have a look at the TV ratings. There was about 800,000 across Channel 9 and Fox Sports watching the cricket and couldn't find the Socceroos there anywhere. So they didn't feature in the top 20 programs from last night. I heard Matty White talking about this a little bit earlier, talking about the Formula 1 that's going to take place in Las Vegas this weekend. There's been a little bit of a blow-up mostly from Matty White, about Max Verstappen and his lack of promotion of the event. He's very... He, well, what do you know? You know, you're a multiple world champion, you're leading the series, you can't be beaten, and you're concentrating on the car and the performance of your car as opposed to the performance of Formula One in Las Vegas. Let's hear from the world champ, Max Verstappen. Vegas. There's been so much promotion, so much hype, and now we're here. Big opening party. How does it feel to to be in this place, to be in this city, ready for this weekend? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I just tried to approach it as another Grand Prix. I mean, you always want to do the best you can, you know, once you sit in the, in the car. And uh, besides that, I think what we, uh, of course, have to focus on is just learning the track, learning the, the grip, um, and, and, of course, try to set up the car in, in the best possible way. Now, Matty was critical of that. Now, when you're the multiple world champ, when you're currently leading and you can't be beaten for it, mate, you don't have to promote the event. You, <laughs> you don't have to do that. Like, when you're 12th on the grid, like Daniel Ricciardo, and you're desperate to get a ride next year, you promote the event, right? There's no problem in doing that. But when you're the... And just, just to have a think about, what type of personality do you think Max Verstappen is? Do you think he's that way inclined, given how ruthless he is? Uh, and we've seen it behind the wheel a number of times. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, you know what? I'm okay with Max Verstappen not getting out there and pumping up. If Vegas can't pump up Vegas, if Formula One can't pump up Vegas, then Max Verstappen's not going to pump up Vegas. Good to hear that Kylie Minogue was part of the opening ceremony as well. No real surprise on that one. So that is a big event over the course of the weekend. Some quick news in rugby league. 
Looks like Brandon Smith's going to stay the extra year. He's got that in his contract at the Roosters. Uh, Luke Keary is another one there. Be interested to see what he does. Aiden Caesar's back at training. He's still only 32 years of age. Aiden Caesar went across and played at Uddersfield and then at Leeds. If you're playing at Uddersfield and then you're playing at Leeds, you're playing well. It means one of the big clubs has bought you what you like. So well done to you, Aiden Caesar. Now he's back at Leichhardt. Uh Speaking of, Benji Marshall's gone down to keep buying Justin Olam. I'd be careful here. They're, they're looking at a swap deal with Sean Bloor. I think Sean Bloor has much more upside than Justin Olam. I'd depend what they need in their squad. Obviously, they're different position players, but I think that's a little bit of a concern for me. And what do you know? The Canberra Raiders, they're going to have a third shot at David Fafita. So, as uh, Don Ferner, the Raiders CEO, said, you've got to have a go at, at quality players. If they stay at their own club, it's not a loss, really. And just on the back of that, it's uh, they've actually applied to the NRL that they might get some salary cap dispensation following Corey Hadawira-Nida's uh, wait for a medical clearance. So this was back in late May in that game against South Sydney. Really scary. Uh, $600,000 a year. Whoa. It's a lot of money for Corey Hadawira-Nida. But anyway, they're looking for some salary cap compensation, and I'd be very, very surprised if they didn't get it. Uh, so all of that to be covered across the afternoon of this radio program. We're doing it live from Jayco at St Mary's. So there is a sausage sizzle on. So Coach K, you'll find him hovering there throughout the course of the next three hours. But if you want to come down and say good day, please do that. Even better, come down and buy yourself a caravan. The open line number, 1300 01 1170. The text line, 0457 736 736. All right, let's get ourselves to a break. After that, we're back with the founder of Jayco, Jerry Ryan.